0: Big news, everybody. Big news. We have gone where no one has gone before. We have invented something brand new. It's called the T-shirt. We invented it. We're the first ones to ever make it, and we have four of them. Four T-shirts. And they say Catholic Man Show on them. They say Catholic Man Show on them. This T-shirt idea is going to be big. Everybody's going to be wearing them. And you can only get them for like the next three weeks at thecatholicmanshow.com. Trust me, this is going to be a big fad.
1: Don't... don't be stupid and not get
0: these. You're going to wish you had one. If you don't get one, you'll regret it. Hurry.
1: Warning. The Catholic Man Show contains high levels of manliness. It's simple, really. You either want to grow in virtue and holiness, or you want to be a sissy whiny baby. If you choose to move forward, grab your whiskey glass because The Catholic Man Show is starting right now. Welcome to the Catholic Man Show. Adam Minahan here, sitting with David Niles in studio with Juan at the Buttons. What? It's not my name anymore, bro.
0: We just talked about this. Oh, I'm done. Oh, yeah. I'm done. Don. Done. Don, Don, Don David. David. <sighs> Sorry.
1: Can't get no respect around here. I actually thought that I said your name wrong. Like I just I didn't say David <laughs> Niles, which. I've been doing that all day today, it's, it's like thinking I said one thing and said it's something totally different. Oh, so yeah? I was like, oh no, I, I did that. So I'm glad I didn't. Yeah. Uh,
0: Don, Don David.
1: Don Divi- David. I,
0: I'm going by that uh, because I'm currently listening to the audiobook, uh, The Mark of Zorro.
1: Oh, sweet.
0: Juan told me to listen to it. He said,
1: it's really, really good. Fun, fun fact The Mask of Zorro was one of my favorite movies for a brief time growing up. Oh, I'm totally gonna watch it when I'm done with the the Mask of Zorro.
0: Yeah. Oh, but it... the movie is the mask. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh. So far, it's awesome. Really? Yeah. It is really good.
1: Dude, it's been a long time. since I feel like that we've since we've been totally. In the I was studio. gonna say that. Like and without a guest. So mm-hmm. we're... or even
0: at all. I feel like I haven't been here in forever.
1: Well, even yeah, but especially without a guest. Right. Because the last like I don't know four or five. I beat you. <laughs> Uh, so we're going to have beer this evening. We're going to have a, a a beer that we're going to drink. Brought to you by Juan Posada, our producer and best friend.
0: Don Juan Posada. Don, Don
1: Juan Posada. He brought us uh, a founder's beer that is exclusively only been able, you're only able to buy wow, it. Wow, it smells good. Um, at at the foundry. He was at the foundry coming back from vacation and he bought us uh, Mucho Lupo, Lupo. Lup, Lupa, lupo, lupo? Oh you mean to open this for you? I like, Mucho lupo. I have one already. It's part of their mothership S- series. Uh Here and you are it's an IPA that's one. supposed to be extremely aromatic and it's seven point one percent alcohol.
0: It is very aromatic. The the citrus is like
1: from far away. I can, can still can smell, smell it. it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it, this is gonna be piney, you can tell.
1: It's going to be pretty good. But I'm again, it's, you can only get it um, at Founders.
0: Uh,
1: yeah, I like what the back this says. One, this one was, bre- it was brewed about it's one month ago. ultra limited. Ooh, ooh, I almost, I almost spilled.
0: Whoa, dude. Careful. That's That would be alcohol abuse. You know that?
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, let's do this. We're on the Lord's team.
0: The winning side. So raise your glass. Cheers, Cheers. to Jesus. Give a toast to one. You give a toast to one. Okay. I'll, me, I'll my own toast.
1: Yeah, once in there. I'm going to give my own toast, because I'm going to mm. do way better than you guys. Uh, Juan, may your sainthood be as fruitful and uh, pungent as the smell of this beer. Cheers. Cheers. I don't know if pungent it's was pungent. Actually, I do pungent. I, I don't think pungent <laughs> was the <laughs> right word. So it's like kind of one of those things that... It smells like bad. When you're trying not to say something <laughs> bad about it,
0: it's like, um, mm, it's uh, pungent. Pungent. Mm.
1: It's you a know it's like beer, though. when
0: you call something different
1: it's like that's that's different, different. yeah <laughs> that's what we get a lot of times whenever we
0: I hope your sainthood is different. Pungent. uh
1: that's what we get a lot of times whenever we when my parents ask hey what names are you thinking about naming the new baby and we kind of throw a couple names out there just to see like Eusebius yeah like Eusebius Athanasius yeah. right uh, and we get their reaction and they're like well that's 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 one mm-hmm. you know <laughs> it's like yeah, that 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 is one. Yeah, so, but they they always followed up with, "Well, have you thought about this name? What about John <laughs>
0: <laughs> or Bob?" So, uh, you don't you don't meet any baby Roberts.
1: Oh, I do.
0: A baby, you know, a baby named Robert.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh. Dude, how was your vacay? You take it was like awesome. you take like a six weeks vacation in the yeah, summertime. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: We started. We decided to extend it to six months this time. Mm, very interesting. You know, it just just goes by so fast. But yeah. it was, it was uh, muy excelente. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, this uh, this episode brought to you by the language español. <laughs>
1: the, the actual language. Yeah. <laughs> nice. It's like Sesame Street. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> we're, the Sesame, we're the Sesame Street of Catholic <laughs> podcasts.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes, we have a cabin. Um, it was built by my great uncle mm-hmm. 80 years ago. It is an actual log cabin and is still standing. From what what we can tell by looking at it, it's still structurally sound. Does, we've, does we've, it feel damaged? It, we, <laughs> I mean, we still go there and sleep in the cabin, you know, like... right every year Mm -hmm. it seems fine it seems good but it is 80 years old Mm -hmm. um holding up though remarkably well for i mean it's just straight up log cabin like Mm -hmm. the wood on the outside is the same beam as the wood on the inside you know what i'm saying like Mm -hmm. a log cabin right yeah uh it's in northern michigan the weather up there is beautiful especially in the summertime this time of year right yeah yeah in six months the weather will not be so lovely Unless you like ice fishing and a lot of snow,
1: mm-hmm.
0: like a nonstop snow.
1: Nice. Yeah. This last weekend, I went to the Midwest Family Conference. Yes. In Kansas, Wichita, Kansas. Did you
0: talked to our main man, Timmy Boy.
1: I did. I did yeah. talk to Tim Staples briefly, but I got a I got a chance to meet his wife, Valerie. Lovely. Which was was great. He he brought all of his kids with him, which was which was pretty cool. Oh, cool. See the whole Staples clan. mm Hmm. Juan was there. Uh, a couple of council members were there. Don Juan. Don Juan, sorry. Um, Vincent and Kent were there. We got a chance to hang out yeah. with them and yeah. take a picture and all that kind of stuff. But I got a chance to talk to Father Donald Calloway. Very cool. Which is super cool. Did you
0: give him anything? Give him a present? No. That was a mistake.
1: Well, yeah, you're right. You should have given him something. Something, yeah. yes. It's so funny, though, because people give him, like, every, so I was his, quote unquote, speaker angel, which is... What a speaker angel is is just basically you're their assistant, you're their gopher boy. Yeah. You know whatever they need, you have to go get. You pick them up from the airport, you drop them off, you mm-hmm. you know do all this kind of stuff. And so one of your main, like what you're supposed to do for them is when they get from, when they're finished with their talk, to get back to their booth. Your your mission is to keep them from stopping. Like because it, you're sort of like the bodyguard. Kind of the bodyguard. And mm-hmm. I apologize for him for being so such a small bodyguard. I was like, sorry, dude. I'm not a very big bodyguard. I'm feisty, though. Yeah. <laughs> but so, you know, he has to make a beeline back to the booth. If he stops, it's a huge mistake. Because mistake, then he gets yeah. swarmed and everything. But as we're walking, people are like, here, here, here. And they, like, give him all these rosaries. He 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 made out like a bandit with, with rosaries by the end of the conference. It was crazy. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess, like... I mean, how many rosaries he says what he does is he 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 keeps some of them to get you know and he gives away a couple and then he gives some to his mom um and she she uses a lot of them so but so i think it's i think
0: it, it is possible to own an inappropriate amount of rosaries you know what i mean like sure
1: but i did get a chance to get, do a, a brief interview with him that hmm. i that we were able to um post on our patreon patreon.com let me listen to the it catholic man and show. then
0: i'll interlace some commentary. Like mm. Maybe it's just some background one-liners Nice. that'll make it seem like I was we there. Were, you were there as well. I've already posted it, so... Right. <laughs> Good one. Good one, <laughs> Father. <laughs> uh, I've never thought about that. But if you're a Patreon Stuff like supporter... Quotes like that. Those yes. would be the kind of things I'd be saying.
1: Like a hype man. Yeah. Uh, but, but the... Uh, the... Audio is available at Patreon.com/slash/TheCabinShow. Right right so on. it was really cool. We talked about uh, reparations. Mmm, a lot of that. A lot of that. So we, he, we could he, use. We could use he more of it. Nailed it on. I one really of wish
0: other people would start doing more reparations.
1: Not you though. Yeah. He nailed it in his homily uh, at Mass. Juan, what, what did you think? Yes. Yes. Uh, it was. It was so How so? Good. Do tell. I mean, he talked about the importance of of having like of. Reparations, with especially for what's going on in the church, how we need our mother more now than ever. He has a book, new book coming out called uh, "The Consecration to Saint Joseph," uh, that comes out January first. And so he talked about the importance of Saint Joseph right now in the church. How we need Saint Joseph not only in the church but also in just the world, the secular world in general, because everything is so such out of order. Yeah, it's it's so crazy. Mm -hmm. And what what do you do when things are out of order? You you go to the father because the father's the one who's supposed to uh, order things, order your yep. family. Yep. And he's the universal... Uh, uh, he's the patron of the universal universal church. Terror of Demons. Terror of, I, that's my I favorite love, I was, that, Me too. The Terror that of Demons. Is, it's maybe
0: one of... It's one of my favorite titles I- at all. Mm-hmm. Not mm-hmm. that it's better than the ones given to Jesus and Mary, you know, of course, but it's just right. pretty awesome.
1: But... Tell the Alpha and Omega story. Oh, yeah. So he was, so he, so he was in... The, he flies everywhere, right? He, he's flying yeah. all the time, yeah. so he's at the, the, like on an airplane. Yeah, he's yeah. not like not, Joseph. Not Joseph Kemp, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so he's at he's at the Delta uh, Delta Airlines, and uh, you know he's in his collar and everything like that. And the uh, the gal goes over to the intercom and says, "Hey, we want to congratulate uh, Sue and Jenny on their marriage that they're gonna have. Everybody, give a round of applause." And like he was like, "Dang it, I'm not gonna applaud because it was you know a." A same sex attraction marriage that they were, quote unquote, marriage that they were, oh, okay, uh, same, yeah. Sue and Jenny. Um, right, yeah. So uh, he was like, okay, I, I, I'm not, I don't want to go up there and talk to her about this, but I'm in my, you know, I have to do it. This is, this is who I'm called to be. So he's like, I have to do this. I have to take courage and do this. I don't want to, but I'm going to have to. So
0: he's going to go talk to talk to, to the, the lady stewardess. who made the announcement.
1: Yeah. So he's leaving the airplane. That's something that you could easily just let go. Right. So he he, he goes over there and he says, uh, you know, I have an issue with this. And she goes, well, I represent Delta Airlines and we're okay with this. And he goes, well, I represent the Alpha and Omega and we're not. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a mic drop moment it yeah. was awesome oh you're gonna name drop yeah okay, okay. <laughs> we'll be right back we're on the lord's team the winning side so raise your glass
0: Welcome back to the Catholic Man Show. Mi amo Don David. I'm here with Adam Minahan. Don Juan is our producer man here in the studio with us. The thing, Adam, is that Don Adams sounds terrible. <laughs> so sorry, bro. It's okay. <laughs> you don't get to be cool today. That's all right. You can be cool later, though. I'll, I'll M- just, maybe. I'll just take that.
1: Yeah. That's fine with me. I him. mean, you,
0: know, you admit it does sound bad. It does bad. Yeah, it does sound bad. It's like, Don Adams, like, no. I'm not going to, I can't allow you to do that. I don't blame you. I might fight you. I, I mean, bl- like, not you, but just hypothetically, if someone were to do that. Some
1: things you just can't allow, you know what I mean? I agree. Okay. Uh, the man gear for today. It's nice that we're getting back to tradition. Yeah. Uh, for a while there, we were not... Back to the familiar. Yes. We mm-hmm. weren't doing the, the drink gear topic because you know when we Got bring high caliber guests you know right. We want to bring guests in a lot of times we record in the morning time and we want to talk to them extensively about a certain topic yeah. yeah and so we don't drink a whole you know really <laughs> we don't drink lot. like a whole lot well i mean we we, we drink you know. I mean, a little bit <laughs> always we did moderation. have mimosas one time yes we the did mimosa
0: was like brilliant someone who somebody really thought about that like hey guys how can we drink in the morning yeah We'll add orange juice, Yeah, <laughs> that's because that's a breakfast thing, so it's fine. Right. <laughs> it is It is funny, because it's like, oh, you're drinking in the morning? Oh, it's a mimosa. Oh, yeah. mimosa. It's like total free pass. Right. You know, as if that's not still drinking, but it is. Right. It's just
1: funny. Just like the Bailey's cream with coffee.
0: yeah, I, I guess you can do that in the morning. Yeah. But Bailey's is so low in alcohol anyway, and then you dilute it. You, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's really hard to get drunk on Bailey's. you know, Well, it's, we wouldn't want to anyway. Well, the, but that's the, you know, like that's why you don't start drinking in the morning because right. it can make for a, a bad day. Mm-hmm. Um, but Bailey's is, I don't know, it's still alcohol. Yeah, it's got alcohol in it. But you, you see what I mean. You okay. see what I mean.
1: What's the man gear today? The man gear today is a Vatican flag, the flag of the Vatican. Yeah, that's a that's a pretty cool. epic. We have a a American flag in the studio. We do not have a, a Vatican flag. That's something that we definitely need to yeah. to add to the to the studio. So at can, the can at see the cabin, stripes
0: right here at our cabin, we have a flagpole, mm-hmm. and we had a flag ceremony. Nice. Like my mom did the you know she was a Cub Scout leader for a long time, so she knew the you know color guard advance right and raise the colors that sort of stuff. So we did that. And we said the Pledge of Allegiance, and as we're saying it, I'm thinking, man, I haven't said this in forever. Mm -hmm. And it was weird to sit there and say, I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States. You know, I was thinking, I haven't done this in forever. And the last time I did it, I was probably a kid and didn't really think about what it was I was doing. Or saying. Or saying. It was just kind of strange to be looking at the flag, the -hmm. symbol of the country, and be pledging allegiance to the country.
1: Mhm. You know, that's the whole purpose.
0: Like, I promise to be true to this country. Uh, it's kind of a serious thing to do. No doubt. I do do they do that anymore in schools? I don't think they do.
1: Uh my my mom said she's a 7th 6th and 7th grade yeah. teacher. She said they brought it back for one day. A week, one day a week. Okay. So they so they're doing it one one day a okay. week. All right, well that's better than not than at all. None. We used to do it every day. Every single day. Every day. Pledge of allegiance. At the very beginning of the day. That's right. But yeah, the Vatican flag. That, that's the main game yeah. of the day. So the flag, like I said, symbol of... symbol of, A flag is a symbol
0: of something. It represents a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and flying the flag uh, is an important thing to do. Not just... Just in general. A flag. Um, it used to be a strict naval law that every ship... Would be flown under colors, Um, and it was such that even pirates wouldn't not fly the colors. And if your flag went down in battle, you know, is one of the things that you had to almost drop what you're doing to go raise the colors again. Mm -hmm.
1: Um, That's like what that's like the movie The Patriot. Remember with Mel Gibson? Yeah, yeah. That's super
0: historically accurate. Exactly. I mean, it's basically a documentary. Right. Yeah. Um, but there's a you know just this huge symbol. If the if the colors go down, all your soldiers might lose hope. Right. Uh, oh They, they feel defeated. Yeah, feel like, like defeat. they they might think oh, we're about to lose the war. Right. Or the battle. Um, but just gotta keep the colors up.
1: Right. Do you think it's because it gives you something to unite together? For it? Like it gives you something to stand like I'm part of this. This is something. It's a unifying symbol. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. So.
0: Um, it, it does. Like, I have a, an American flag outside the house. Right. In fact, we did an American flag not too long ago as the man gear.
1: You know what's funny about that? That episode? We never aired it. We didn't? No. Why not? I accidentally deleted it. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah, so they don't know that we did an episode on, hmm. on that. I don't think you told me that. Did you tell me that? I did not. It was something that, like, it just happened and mm-hmm. then other things came up
0: mm-hmm.
1: and how many times have i reprimanded you for the
0: way that you handle files in general on the computer
1: <laughs> we're digressing let's the way up. the vatican flag you open
0: old about... ones and then just like oh instead of you opening the template again you just open the old one and let's talk about delete the... it and save over it you know like how the vatican flag
1: i accidentally deleted that
0: episode. you after this episode you'll sit in timeout. <laughs> how old are you uh 33 100 minutes. Okay. Um, the Vatican flag. The Vatican flag. So having a flag and, and flying a flag says a lot about you. And it says, like, this is what we stand for. There's a couple things in my mind that should be taken with thought. One is what is above your mantle? Mm-hmm. Okay. The fireplace is like the heart of the home It should be, the thing that you put right above the fireplace and on the mantle Mm -hmm. is a symbolic, it's a symbolic area. Whether you know it or not, it Mm. is. Mm. So think about that. Also think about the colors that you fly, or if you fly them. Uh, American flag, great idea. Especially if you're in America. Mm -hmm. America. Uh, Also, the Vatican flag would be awesome. I don't have one, but I want to get one. I did too. A couple things about the about the Vatican flag that make it unique. Okay, it's square. Yeah, the official one is square. It is not rectangle. It's a one to one ratio on the lengths of the side, which is interesting. It is interesting. There's only one other official country that has a square flag, and that is Sweden. Um, before we aired, before we started recording, we were reading the Wikipedia page of the Vatican flag. A fascinating fascinating page. I recommend a, a perusing if you just have nothing else to do. Um, it's, it's, it's interesting to read. The current Vatican flag has only been the flag since 1929. Pope Pius XI signed the Lateran Treaty with Italy, mm-hmm. and that was actually what created the Vatican State as it is right now.
1: Which makes sense, right? Because that's, if it's a, it becomes its own country, then it needs a, its own flag.
0: Right. And it was modeled after the 1808 yellow and white flag of the earlier papal states. Okay, so it's got the yellow on the one side and then white on the other side, and the white side has the papal tiara and the keys.
1: But it wasn't always yellow and white, correct?
0: It was not always yellow and white. It used to be red. And yellow. And yellow. Um, but the pope at the time, it's in here somewhere. Pius but, XII, I think? No, that was the one who do it, who just did it. I think it may have oh. been Pius IX. Oh, okay. Who um, ordered the changing of that in order to distinguish the vatican army from those of the air from the italians who had been incorporated into um napoleon's army because they were yellow and red yeah yeah so he's like all right no we can't I didn't we can't be that, having the same color
1: i didn't realize napoleon was yellow and red
0: yeah but i guess or there was that so way it was very obvious it was. yeah there is very obvious who was who what team are you on Okay, Um, And so the keys, there's the keys on there, which are also gold and silver or yellow and white. Um, The gold represents heavenly authority and the silver represents earthly authority. This is the thing about flags and crests, Mm -hmm. you know, that tell a story. I love exactly. It's like, yeah, I I love the story behind it. And so like we're saying a lot Mm -hmm. with with this flag. It's like we're saying the church has not only heavenly authority the authority of the Alpha and the Omega. Right. It also has authority over Delta. Right. Okay? <laughs> and earthly powers. Right. Um, and, you know, that kind of could get us into a lot of other things about, you know, where does the authority versus the church versus the state, who's, who's supposed to govern what. The church doesn't, doesn't actually claim absolute authority over... All, all governing authority, it actually says, no, 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 we're here to govern the spiritual realm of the world and let the local governments govern other things, but that's not really what we're talking about. So, get a flag, order one, and fly it. I it's think, it's also super figure. awesome when you see someone flying the Vatican flag. Mm,
1: yeah, uh, the Apollo story.
0: Oh, uh, Apollo 11 was, they, they took a Vatican flag to the moon. It's pretty cool. Yeah, Vatican flag to the moon.
1: It has a. We have. It, she has authority at the moon. Yes, in the universe. Well, if it represents God and, and their church and His church, then
0: I'm guessing that the Vatican is the only country that claims authority over the entire universe.
1: I don't know if it claims that. It does. Uh, well, I don't the Vatican. I don't know. She should. <laughs> <laughs> Whether they know it or not. Right. But this is gonna bleed in perfectly to our topic today because I'm real, I'm actually kind of excited about our topic because it's we're, we're gonna talk about I like to call it Catholic dad hacks mm-hmm. or like you know we're bringing the faith into the home. How do we you know how do we do that? How do we bring the faith into the home for our family, for our kids yeah. you know make it kind of fun and cool and not like weird. You don't want to do it weird like in a weird way. So go get a Vatican flag. That's a great way to bring your faith into the home. We'll be right back. I'm Adam Minahan. You're Don David. Welcome back to the Catholic Man Show. Drinking on a IPA from Founders, their Mothership series. Juan brought it to us. Very good. It has the the aroma is crazy when you pour it yeah, in. It's like yeah. wow. just the cra- opening the beer. i just like whoa. Yeah, the Mosaic hops really really pow in is your face. Is that what's in here? Is that yes. what's in here? Yeah, it's a it's a mixture of of several hops. I think it's four. I hops. I dig the Mosaic hops. Me too. I dig them. Me too. Uh, the The taste is really good. It's not as strong of flavor flavor wise as what the the aroma is, in my opinion. Do you guys agree or disagree? I agree or I, disagree. And
0: I, I, I said that very thing.
1: It's a, it's a great beer, though. We just got done talking about the, the the Vatican flag, and speaking of mothership, this is also another great idea. I did this, uh,
0: and I think that guys, you should do this too. Uh, when we got a van. I just Googled mothership bumper sticker and I didn't tell my wife about it. And I found this sticker for the window. It just says the mothership. And I just put it on there. I didn't say anything about it. Which is a bold move. Yeah. But she thought it was really funny. And so now the van, it's the mothership.
1: The mothership.
0: Yeah. So we we have the mothership and then we have this stroller that can, you can push three kids around in. It's like, it's a pretty sweet stroller i call that the command center nice yeah the command center. also i recommend having sweet names for the the stuff that you have i agree with that yeah
1: i agree yeah way to go
0: my car's echo base echo base yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> nice. nice yeah thank you yeah i like that so our topic today i'm really excited about this topic because it is a topic that is not super philosophical or or like deep, <laughs> good, yeah, your suit. which is like good because it's not my strong suit, uh, but it's more practical it's like ways yeah, yeah. Of, of 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 passing on the faith to your kids in a cool way like before the break, I said, not in a weird way I think I think you'd know what I mean by that, right Dave you' you know yeah. the, you know the the dads who like really try to push the faith in specific instances where it's like, listen, bro, we're just throwing the football, you know, you don't have to throw out the history behind it and how it links to some way of the faith. Yeah, and it's not the stuff that you do
0: necessarily. Often it's the execution. It's the way you do it, Mm, you mm -hmm. know, that makes it weird. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, I think very often it kind of gets weird when you try to force pious behaviors. Right. Okay, so if you're not doing them out of a sense of uh, piety, like real piety, Mm -hmm. and actual love of Jesus and his church and desire to pass something good onto your children. And I think if you try to force it, then it can get weird, especially when your kids get a little bit older. Right. You know, our kids are young and so they don't have that social weirdness. There's a lot of,
1: there's a lot of room for error. Right, on, yeah. On they're, our part. they're
0: not going to be like, Dad, you're embarrassing me. Right. You know. Because we're still at, super cool. At four years old. Right. We're super, like, and they are very don't even, cool. They don't even know to be embarrassed. I mean... If look, if they're going to be embarrassed, it's not because of stuff I'm doing. Right. Okay. <laughs> like you wore Christmas right. socks today. Right. Yeah. And yeah. it's it's July.
1: Right. That's embarrassing. So I have fifteen things. It's August. It's not July. It's August. It's August now. But I have fifteen things. You do? Yeah, but we're not going to be able to go That's through a, a lot of lot. things. That's a lot of things. Well, this whole topic, how I, are they? How are they ordered? How um, are they arranged? The way I would like Hi- them. hierarchical. No, the way uh, I want them hierarchical. Uh, this topic though. I have given a lot of thought, to because I'm in the process of potentially... Maybe. Potentially writing a book. Hypothetically. Hypothetically speaking, writing a book, and and this is kind of in the realm of of this book. So, uh, do you want to go first, or do you want me to? Well, I can't read your list. No, no, no. I want you to know, like, you you come up with what you do at your house. Oh, about Catholic dad hack stuff? Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, um, we do memory work. Okay, explain.
0: Uh, and really this is not so much a dad thing as much as it is just a home life thing. Cause really my wife is the one who does, does this most of the time. Like she works on it mm-hmm. and then the kids will kind of perform for me at dinner. You know, they like to show off what they can do. Right. Um, and so she has this memory box and I really actually love this that, uh, because our girls, uh, our oldest is four. The next is two and a half. Um, and we have a one-year-old, but she can't. She can't recite any poetry yet. Okay, she's close. She's, she's getting th- there. Right, she's she's getting there. Right, we're still working on our Latin conjugations. Right. Um, but the other girls can quote several poems. I would I would bet they can quote a lot more poetry than the average adult, even though it's children's poetry. Sure, that's okay because they're children. Right. Um, so in the midst of like, she'll do some poetry, like how to catch a fish. Or ooey gooey. Mm-hmm. Ooey gooey was a worm. A mighty worm was he. He crawled up on the railroad tracks. The train he did not see. So ooey gooey.
1: Mm. That was a good one.
0: Yeah, actually, we got that from uh, Andrew Putawa. Nice. It was on his website. Um, and then, but also, she puts in Bible verses and puts them to like, she'll just make up a tune. Mm-hmm. Always make up a tune if you're trying to memorize something. Uh, absolutely. Always. You'll memorize it twice as
1: fast. Right. And that kind so, of, But this oh. dad hack.
0: Right. Our kids are learning important scriptures. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're not just like opening up randomly the Bible. We're picking
1: good, you know, like important ones to know. Well, that's the, to piggyback off of that. My boys have learned, uh, memorized all of the books of the Bible up in t- all of the Old Testament and halfway through the New Testament. I was right wondering now. How, how that was going, how, yeah, what your progress was. We're, we're, we have all the Old Testament down, which is the toughest part. It's the longest yeah. and it has the craziest names, mm-hmm. um, which is tough to teach you know your 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 boys uh, you know Zephaniah Zechariah you know all these crazy mm-hmm. Habakkuk mm-hmm. you know Haggai you know all these like crazy... Habakkuk is that how you say it that's Habakkuk I said Habakkuk yeah I have no idea um so so uh, my dad actually taught us t- taught us all the books of the Bible to memorize yeah. them yeah. and it was a game what he did was he said okay uh, at the end of the night he said we're going to memorize 5 of them and we memorized 5 and then the next night we're mem- memorize the next five. But before you can memorize the next five, you have to recite the five before. Well, if you have a bunch of kids, it's a it now becomes a game. Mm-hmm. Who can remember it? Yeah. And so we just kind of made up a song, uh, Genesis, yeah. Exodus, you just make Movedicous it up. Numbers, it doesn't have dude. to be
0: like a beautiful melody, just right. any tonation right. becomes uh, because you uh, you start using a different part of your brain for right. the memory.
1: But it was such a huge help for me later on because what happens is when you memorize things early especially with, the, with a tune you can re- you don't have to recite it forever you know for for months months years yeah. and years and then all of a sudden you're like oh yeah I know I know this and you can recite it word for word yeah like there's all
0: these children's songs I remember my mom playing in the car when I was five and six right I can
1: still sing a lot of them right and so it was a huge help for me that my dad taught me that growing up because mm-hmm. when you're at a Bible study or something like that and they're like okay. We're gonna to go to you know Jeremiah, Jeremiah, and you're like, okay, is Jeremiah in the New Testament or Old Testament, and what part of the Old Testament? Right. You know, like how early in the song is it? Uh, it should be about right
0: here, yeah. right?
1: And so you you have this you know this confidence in in being around other people like talking about your faith, which I think is very important. You need to have a little bit of confidence in your faith around other people. Mm-hmm. So anyway, memorizing the Bible, the books of the Bible in order is is one that that we do with our kids. Yeah. And well, it's working very well. We're
0: working on Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star in Latin right now. Ooh. Mica, Mica, Parva, Stella, mira quinam Sistam, Bella. Hmm.
1: Okay. Yeah. Uh, you want to go to the starting, next
0: one? Yeah, we're starting. No. What's on... Uh,
1: go to... Let's do your list. Okay. Uh, the next one I have is Celebrating the Baptism Day. Yes.
0: Instead, like... I do that. I get my girls' flowers on their baptism day. It's important day. to
1: celebrate your birthday, naturally. I mean, that, mm-hmm. but... How much more important is it to celebrate your baptism day? Totally. And knowing what your baptism day is. Mm June twenty second, 1986 for me. So, I mean, like, and it makes it a big deal. Like, hey, you know, this is when you you became part of the body of Christ. Yeah. The sacraments are extremely important. And we're going to reflect, that's going to be a reflection within our home Mm -hmm. that they are very important. So we're going to celebrate it.
0: Yeah. And uh, likewise, they're feast days. So uh, the feast days of a saint. Mm. Who has the, is their namesake? Mm-hmm. Like um,
1: Elizabeth Colby is, 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 is Colby your, is, is Maximian
0: Colby is coming up. I was trying to remember because we're starting a novena tomorrow, and I don't remember if it's Bernadette or Colby. But okay, it's one. It's one of those. Mm-hmm. In a, in about
1: okay. So that that and so on We another do the one. same
0: thing for on their feast days.
1: Oh man, we only have two minutes. Okay, so that piggybacks on another one though. Is have it like. Declare a page, a family patron saint. Yeah. So that way your your family can have a saint to pray to all together in unison. Mm-hmm. So Saint Gerard is ours. When Haley and I got uh were married, we were told like we were not gonna we're gonna have an extremely tough time having kids. We may not even have the opportunity to have kids. Saint Gerard is a patron saint of expectant mothers, so that was like we said, Okay, uh if it's God's will, that's fine, but we're gonna start praying to Saint Gerard. And, you know, we're we're now we we have five kids. Yeah, you know, one's in heaven, and we have the fourth on the way, or the fifth on the way, um, and so Saint Gerard is our patron family saint. Mm-hmm. And, and you don't pr- you don't pray to him as a joke. No, no, because he it's, it's serious stuff. He answers prayers. Yeah. So I mean, I think that's another important one. Is like let's have a patron, a family patron saint. It's a great idea. Um, do you have Do you guys have one? We
0: do not have an official patron saint for our family. Okay. I it, I, it, I think it, it would be my wife. She would be the patron saint of our family. <laughs> okay, I'd like to dedicate this episode to my
1: wife, Family, <laughs> You're beautiful, and I love you. Uh, another one that I, I I can do I can do pretty quick is the family rosary. Everybody talks about how do you pray the family rosary? Where it's you know yeah. how do you get your kids involved? How how do we do it? Especially if it's like I don't know how to pray the family like I I don't know how to pray the rosary very well. I'm the leader of the family. How do I do? How do we how do we do this? We use a wall rosary and those big gigantic rosaries that you, you can find online or in your local Catholic book and gift store. And whoever is leading the rosary gets to hold the big wall rosary. Yeah, it's a great idea. And so that, like, if you have younger kids, they feel like, yes, I get to have the big rosary as I'm leading the, the rosary. And it gives them something, like the sense of, I'm I'm a I'm a part of this. I'm doing, you know, I, I'm the leader of this with yeah. the big rosary. That's an easy one, but totally. I, I think it's a good way to just... Incorporate the rosary into your family. Mm -hmm. So when we get back, we're going to continue this list. We're on the Lord's team. The winning side. So raise your glass.
0: Welcome back to the Catholic Man Show. I'm Don David, Lord of the Family of Niles. Here with Adam Minahan. (laughs) Lowly father.
1: (laughs) I'll take it. I'm good with that.
0: And of course, Don Juan. Yes. Need I say more?
1: Uh, Your next Catholic hack.
0: Okay, so uh, this is a combination of things. Uh, We... My wife's family, after the prayer, prayer before meals, she bless the Lord, they would always say, and bless the cooks. They just throw that in at the end. Um, and then w- one day we found out in Wichita, it's a thing to say, bless the bishop at the end of the prayer. And so uh, we do both. So we say the prayer, these are gifts for baptism and the of Christ our Lord. Amen. Bless the cooks and the bishop in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. So it just, I don't know why, but it feels. It feels right Mm -hmm. to every meal, pray for the bishop. We should be praying for our bishops. No doubt. No doubt we should. And this is a really good way to just build it in. Mm -hmm. Uh, We need to get back to, and I say this about myself, viewing the bishop as our father. Mm -hmm. You know that it's almost through him that we are saved. Because he is the one who brings the authority to us. You know, all of the priests, they celebrate and exercise their authority through him.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Because the bishop is, he has the fullness of the priesthood, you know, and um, he, he is the, the authority. He's our apostle. Right. Um, and so it is really through the bishop that we have our salvation uh, in a direct way or indirect way, in a local way, a local way. Let's go geography. I want to
1: avoid philosophical terms (laughs) in a local way. It's interesting that the you you keep bringing up hacks that like piggyback off of one of mine, Uh which was uh, invite a priest to dinner. Yeah, because and the importance of keeping you know having a priest in your in your house, you know, for dinner and getting your kids familiar with just. Being around priests and like, hey, he's he's your father as well. He's your spiritual father. Yeah. So we should invite him over to have dinner. And that's something I think that a lot of people don't even think about doing. They don't think about having their priest over for dinner. Priests like to eat too. They're big fans of eating. Yeah. Last time I checked, the polls said they're pro eating. Yeah. Um, and so I think that would be it'd be it's a good idea to invite your priest over. You get to have a chance to just have a meal with him, talk to him, hang out with him. Mm-hmm. and uh one of the things that I, I, I remember growing up is when we were in our small faith groups we had uh now monsignor gallus over and he opened the floor and said hey if you guys could change anything about our the way we do things in our parish what, what i remember this he, he said, what would you guys do we and, want the bells we want yeah, bells yeah and, and it's so funny because when we were little we had no idea, you know, we didn't have any idea what the liturgical things that we were saying, like the liturgical landscape right. that we were going on. Yeah. But I was like, I want the cross, you know, the crucifix coming down the aisle when the priest comes in. And I want, you, know, and you said, yeah, and I want the bells. And and like, there's a couple other people that said a couple things, and like, it turned out, like. He d- we did all this stuff. Did we, we not have the cross coming down? In no, the we beginning? did not have the crucifix coming down. Really? No, we did not. Are you allowed to not do that? Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of parishes that don't do weak. that. Weak, it's weak. So anyway, it's just it was such a cool opportunity. Uh, I, you know, there's some priests that listen to this to our show that support our show, and so like yeah, I remember him saying like, "Well, do you think people would know what to
0: do with the bells?" And we all go, "Yeah, you just tell them. Yeah, just just tell them. Just tell them. They'll do it. Yeah." And then we had it like within a week or two, we
1: had bells at mass. Right. A, a lot of the things that we we suggested. To, to our priest he's pretty sweet he, Okay So anyway But all of these hacks
0: They're all attempting To do something And that is Create a culture Of Catholicism In the house Right That is what they're all doing It's like Hey here's a neat way To bring an aspect So that It's like We want to eat Breathe Sleep The faith mm-hmm. We want it for our children And for ourselves It's not just for our children mm-hmm. It's for us too So even if you don't have kids This is not just for them it's right. for you. Right.
1: Because a lot of it's about uh, uh, teaching virtue to our kids. Yeah. How are we teaching virtue? You know, We have to be virtuous in order to give the virtue to our kids. We have to be the virtuous men in order to pass on the virtue to our kids. So how are we doing that? How are we I- implementing uh, virtue within our family? Yeah.
0: So another thing that, that we did, once again, this came from my wife, I might be in charge, but she's the reason why our, our family's she's holy. The idea. Okay, right. this
1: in our family, it's sort of like
0: Jesus is dead. Peter's in charge, but Mary's still there. <laughs> you know, and he's going like, hey, Mary. "Thanks for making everything so great." Yeah, you know, like that idea you gave me the other day. That worked out really good. Right, you know,
1: speaking in tongues. I did that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> thank, you, thank you, Holy Spirit. Right. Yeah.
0: Hey, Mary, thanks for telling me that great idea. Yeah. But um, one day or one year for Lent, my my wife. Pamela decided she wanted to sanctify her language that she used. And she came up with a things. Which we things. all can relate to. Right. And so we no longer, we no longer, she said, I'm not going to say going to church or going to Mass. I'm going to Holy Mass. Uh, that's what we say
1: too. Yeah. Anna says Holy Mass. It's so funny. we go going to Holy Mass? Yeah, She's two oh, years that's old. That's what
0: our kids do. They don't yeah. know that it's, you could even say Mass. Right. It's Holy Mass, Holy Mass. Or we're going to Holy Mass. Uh, Adoration, or whole, mm-hmm. like putting the word "holy" before these specific things with the church, mm-hmm. so that they know this is holy. Right. What is like, words have meanings. Right. Exactly. And so now they know what it means to be holy and what things are holy. Mm-hmm. And kind of, I mean, you know, it's it's sort of just like a subconscious. Right. That's and that's really what we want. We want the subconscious understanding right. of the things.
1: Ha- the habitual thing that it, right. Like, so that almost like they cannot
0: imagine things to be any other way
1: right this is the way things are let me give you another one yeah uh to help with the virtue of generosity which is super hard for kids yeah before and and me and you especially you uh before birthdays or christmas have your kids pick out four of their favorite whatever the arbitrary number is four or five of their favorite toys to give away yeah i would so, never do that i could so do that. the bur- but right before their birthday you know the day before their birthday say okay it's your birthday you're going to be receiving presents which i'm i have an issue with the amount of toys that kids have in general anyway i don't think they need that many that's a whole side topic but uh you're you're, you're going to be receiving a <laughs> lot of toys it. like, where did all these toys come from right it's ridiculous uh, they don't even fit in the basket you don't okay. even play with half of them right uh, so it's like i want you to pick your favorite ones and we're gonna go donate it to somebody who doesn't have toys. Yeah. Because you're gonna be receiving new toys for your birthday or Christmas or whatever the the occasion is. So let's let's uh, make sure that we have uh, that we share with with the less fortunate. That's a yeah. great one, I think. Yeah. Don't you?
0: Yeah. No, I do. I think um, I think it's great for other people. Um, <laughs> it's great for other people. You don't understand. I have drawers full of T-shirts that I think I need. You ever can you Does this happen to you? I'll go through no, my, dude, I, I my go, t-shirt drawer and it's like I have not worn this shirt in years. But nope. I think I think I
1: should hang on to this one. Nope. I uh every year I go through my closet and if I didn't wear it that year, I give it away. So I don't know it's like I something
0: have, something wrong with me or something, but
1: uh let's go another one. Let's do it let's do the prayer board. This is something that I'm in the process of making. A prayer board? Yes. Yeah, so, like for spanking? <laughs> this is for so this is for your family. Like everybody has prayers that they want to everybody to be praying for mm-hmm. so what mm-hmm. you do is you, you create a a wooden board that you that you have however big you want to do it that you can put in front of uh like in the kitchen or something that everybody can see and all you do is you, you have a board and then you put clothespins pins on the board and then that way any family member at any point in time can write their prayer request and put it on the clothes pin and that way everybody knows that You know, uh, Luke wants us to pray for whatever. Jude has this prayer intention. Anna wants this prayer. So that way we can be praying for it, and it's visible in front of our families at all times, so we can have something that we're praying for and helping each other uh, as a family. Mm -hmm. What do you think about that one? I think it's a great idea,
0: learning to pray with each other. Right. Um, Another thing that I do is I, uh, once a month, well, the first, I I just picked a day. The first, I have adoration on Mondays Mm -hmm. at 5 o'clock, the first Monday of the month, I always take one of the kids with me, and I just rotate. You know, it's kind of like, a, you know, a, 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 a date with dad mm-hmm. in adoration. Um, and I really, I think that's a really good thing to do. And, you, ha- you know, we have to, for a, th- a two-year-old and a four-year-old to go to adoration, you have to just, ex- you don't expect them to sit there in silence, you know. So we have books, mm-hmm. you know, that they'll read, and they'll, they'll, they'll color, you know. I mean, really, it's just about them staying quiet, Right. Um, and, and kind of maintaining reverent behavior. But bringing them with you to adoration shows them this is important. Mm-hmm. And they learn the, you know, the protocol you know to bow when you go in. and right. genuflect. Genuflect. You know, right. yeah, that, that's another thing that I really like to do.
1: That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, another one I have is mom missions. Mm. You like mom missions? Yeah. Like that? So, so what mom missions are, I, I was trying to figure out a way to, to have my boys uh, help my mom, help their mom and and like give themselves up and do something hard for their mother Uh so i was like okay well we burn wood you know we burn firewood every year we got to go find wood chop it up and stack it so we're gonna go on a mom mission because our family needs uh firewood for the winter Um, mom needs the firewood to keep the house warm so we're gonna go out and go on a mom mission which is we're going to go find wood. We're going to get it chopped up. We're going to stack it all and get it ready. So you can do things with mom missions as small as like, we're going to go mow the yard and we're going to take pride in our work mm-hmm. and, 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 have dignity in finishing and completing their work. And so that way we can, we can, uh, uh do it for our mother and yeah. it's, it's a way of honoring. Like we t- we go back to like, what is, you know, the dignity? What is, what is like, uh, being able to reverence somebody, you know, and it's for like honor, you know, yeah. to, to, to give yeah. honor to somebody. And so, we do these regular chores or regular errands or, or whatever it is throughout our family, and we do it in for our mo- for their mother. So yeah. it's a mom mission.
0: Another one is uh, pray the Hail Mary when you hear the sirens, ambulance. Yes, My, we did that one time, and now our daughters every time they hear a siren, oh, boom, we gotta pray. You know, it teaches them to empathize and to uh, pray for people in need.
1: I mean, it's kind of might sound cheesy, but it's not. It's good. It works. Yeah, so. Anyway, we're on the Lord's team. The winning side. So raise your glass. And
0: cheers to Jesus.